You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. So, back again. Welcome. Welcome to it. <laughs> Welcome to the Common Creators Podcast. What what did we call the last one? Uh, Quar- what did I call it? Quarantine bonus. Quarantine bonus number two. Yeah. How are your one. knuckles? How are my knuckles? Uh, yeah. My knuckles aren't bad, actually. Um, okay. Yeah. If if that's okay. the case, a lot, a lot of people I think are having a little bit of like you know they're everyone's buying their new snake skin gloves, right? Sure. sure. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's not. It's just you're washing your hands so much. Yeah. Exactly. That your skin is not happy because you're yeah. washing all the natural oils off. Yes. Just continue to wash your hands. Continue. Yeah. But let me let me talk everyone through what not to do. Okay. Good. Let's hear let's hear Joe the Maestro's yeah what not to do about hand washing. So um. I didn't. I, I have yet to panic. Okay. Okay. Regarding this whole thing. Okay. But that's early really impressive, on, actually. Yeah. Early on, and mm-hmm. I still take it very seriously. Of course. But early on, I was like, I am going to sanitize everything. Yes. So hard. Yes. Um, I'm going to wash my hands a lot, and yeah. I, again, I still recommend that. What I don't recommend doing. Mm-hmm is utilizing Clorox wipes mm. as hand sanitizer. Okay, yes. They're not the same thing. It is not the same thing. I've done that a couple times in a pinch, I will say. Um, I, because, but you can't yeah. leave it on, sitting on your... Like, that's no. what happened. So, like, yeah. I, I felt like I sunburned my hands. Ooh, oh, And this no. was, like, two weeks ago. So were you doing th- this as a sort of as a sort of regular thing? Yeah. Like, you were wiping your... You were using them as hand wipes. Dude, whenever this thing started, oh like I couldn't find hand hand sanitizer anywhere. But sure. you know what I did have? What'd you have? Yeah, my Clorox wipes. Well, yeah, sure, okay. So I was going Jeez. to work, you know, Chris, and this was this was before like non-essential businesses closed down. Yeah, and, you know, our business is still up and running. <clears throat> We're just not working with people. Yeah, definitely. Um, but at the time, we still had clients who were, you know, the uh, not to um um not to insult my parents. But this was a very funny thing that one of our younger clients said. Uh-huh. He's like, this this client's gonna he he just gives things the boomer shrug. The boomer shrug. The boomer shrug. <laughs> and we've we've had a, a few clients who, sure. who who give the have early on gave the thing a boomer shrug and they're like, Yeah. Would it be just a huge problem if I just came in and so like Oh my god. I was just like using those Clorox wipes to clean yeah. my hands yeah. after, you know, anytime someone like Came into the building. I'd get all the doorknobs Definitely. and I'd get, get my hands, and then Definitely. <sighs> Ugh. Yeah. I started. Uh, one thing I did today for the first time. So I left my house once today, and I went. I had to mail something, which luckily that's you know a quick hand sanitize after you're done. It's just open the box and throw something in. Um, yeah. So I had to do that today, and then I went to get uh, beer. Um, and so I did that through a drive-through, um, and I wore my fun bandana around my face. Um, like a cowboy <laughs> like a cowboy like a cowboy bandit and and here's the move you do not i don't think i said this on the other one you do not want to roll up to a drive through liquor store with a bandana around your face <laughs> that's not the best move and so <laughs> so no. here's here's the here's doctor's orders for when you're going to do this um roll up with your window up drive up with your window up and your bandana off and then smile and wave, and then pull your bandana up and roll down your window. That's the right. order. That's the order of things. That's, don't just don't, solid order. Don't yeah. just cruise up with your with your, with your 1890s no. train robbing bandana you, on. You you have to let you have to let them know that you're okay with them seeing who you are. Exactly. exactly. Then put the bandana on. for it's sure. Smart. So I went and I did that, and then uh, of course you know wipe 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 down everything I buy, um, yep. all the things, uh, and so wipe down everything I buy, and then. When I got home, what I did was I um, sanitized my shoes just in case. Like I am, yeah, I am going hard. I am dead set on being one of the people who didn't end up coming into contact with this bullshit. Um, yeah. 
you know absolutely and, yeah and so i'm i'm really really hoping uh but yeah i did read a thing that was like hey you know like i'm not going into grocery stores but like you never know there's like stuff could stick to your shoes okay sweet yeah wiping them down so Wipe did, them down. did yeah. that today yeah did that today um here's the thing about the bandanas though sure now they don't function uh, like a, a mask no they don't huh um, and really the best thing the bandana does for you is yes. it keeps you from touching your mouth. It keeps you from your touching face. your mouth and your face. Playing and then with your facial hair. Playing, that's a, oh that's God. a problem. That's so fun. Twisting your mustache. It's so fun. Yeah. Oh, I twist, so I twist what would be like a little soul patch if I shaved the rest of my face, you know, yeah. the little, the little, uh, chin hair there. I just grab oh, yeah. that. It's yeah. really not okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's really unsightly. Uh, nonetheless, yeah, it helps you with that. And then also, one of the reasons I do it is because I feel like it signals to other people uh, not to give the boomer shrug to this thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to I want to also be somebody who's, like, breaking the sort of stigma of, like, oh, Lord, well, like, they're full out wearing masks now and taking this thing yeah. to another, you know? It's like, yeah, we are, like... That's that's the new move. I've been um, using a. I've been I've been tra- like I had to go into work today for like an hour. Yeah. Um. To copy just to copy some sessions over so I could mix from home. Sure. And um, I've been using my driver gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got yeah. these like kind of leather gloves. Yeah. And then I wipe the leather gloves down with the Clorox. Nice. Nice. Um. But then like you know you you I handle the doorknobs and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. I go into the building, take the gloves off carefully. Mm-hmm. Then wash my hands. I'm like, absolutely. And I'm like, those gloves are <clears throat> gross and they don't smell very good because yeah. they're older leather gloves. Sure. So I'm not going to be putting that <laughs> in my face. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not, not a monster. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we I am a monster. You are a monster. We're, we're talking, we're talking, uh, pandemic and all this kind of thing. And I want to still talk, I want to talk pandemic from a very different angle. And I want to say, I've realized, and I'm joking, obviously, but I've realized what the greatest tragedy of this whole thing is. It has finally come to me what the greatest, what the greatest challenge that we all face together is because of this thing. And that is the fact that I haven't read this, but more than likely, Matt Reeves' project, The Batman, is getting pushed back. Matt, Re- it right. has. Okay. Yeah. They, they they were filming. Yeah. And they stopped. Yeah, I knew they were filming, and I figured they stopped. I mean, I yeah. hope they stopped because everybody needs to be healthy and safe. But here's the thing: this is how this is how Hollywood works. Yeah. Hollywood, different studios basically call out different slots for when they're going to release their movies. Yeah. Now, years ahead of schedule. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the big baller movies coming out this summer, like mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 1984. Yep. Um, Black Widow, those kinds of movies. Yep. You know, Patty Jenkins said, you know, this movie's made for the big screen. I'm sorry it's going to take a while to see it, yep. but like, but we're, we're not, not going to do yeah. the VOD thing. Yes. Um, we're going to wait. Not just dropping it right now. Everything's getting pushed back. Yeah. Like, this is, yeah. this is unlike anything we have ever and hopefully will ever experience before again, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the hope. But I was just, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, that's something that can get me through. And then I went, oh, no. No, no, you don't get that. You don't, not, you don't get any of it. It's all gone. It. It's all pushing back. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so rough. So that's very, very sad. Oh, speaking of yeah. Batman, though, let me say this. Happy birthday to Batman today. At the time that what? we were recording this, he is 81 years old. He debuted March 30th. Um, and what year? 1939, I think. Um, yeah. 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 39. So yeah. he would be uh, 81 years old today. Crazy. So, yep. I just saw that on the internet. I didn't know the date. I knew I knew 39, but I didn't know the date. And so, yeah, 81, 81 years young. Looking great. Look, Looking not great. bad. Still, still fit. Still hanging in there. Yeah, he looks good. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. He's handsome. Absolutely. So, what have you been uh, doing other than you've been working? Obviously, been um, working. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, lu- luckily. Luckily. I've had, yeah. I've had the. Uh, you know, a lot of people are are not able to work right now. I'm yeah. Still able to work. Our, yeah. our work has slowed down <clears throat> a little bit. Sure. But you know, I I. I worked on two different mixes just today gotcha. from my basement. So, nice, nice, um, fun, which is nice. Very cool. And uh, I've been going on a lot of dog walks. Okay, that's nice. Um, yeah, it has. It is nice. Yeah. it's where I listen to my podcast and totally. stuff like that. Because normally my podcasts are, are I get a dog walk a day yeah. usually. Yeah. And I, there's a dog. Bu- <laughs> you can you hear them? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they were in the room with me. <laughs> so we've. We, our living room's upstairs, and we, it goes out onto a deck, and then uh-huh. there's stairs that come down, and then there's the basement, and the basement opens up into the backyard. Sure. 
so we I've, we've been leaving uh while i've been doing podcasts or anything down here since the weather's been so nice yeah. my my basement room is all the uh the, the doors wide open and the living room doors wide open yeah so they can just kind of come and go as they please and um it's always startling when i hear like a yeah. right, right behind me and i'm like oh yeah they're down here <laughs> Um, yeah. but spending a lot of time with the dogs, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, which has been nice. Yeah. Um, not only because I've been spending a lot of time with the dogs, but normally, you know, I'm at, at the studio like all day and then I sure. come home and then like, you know, then Dolly needs a walk. That's yeah. going to take an hour or yeah. more. Yeah. And then it's dinner time. And then like, it's starting, it's time to start kind of winding down the day. Sure. Like, you know, Waylon needs attention. The dog needs their food, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. You know, Tiff and I need a little time together and all that. And then yep. it's time to kind of started all over sure. and uh <laughs> the the one thing i love in this world um more than like friends and family and my dogs uh-huh. is watching movies there you go mm-hmm. and i haven't been able to do it man yeah. i haven't until yeah. this the last few weeks like <clears throat> I, I wrote down a list of just what i could remember <laughs> watching and i'm yeah. like yeah oh man this is yeah this is i've been waiting like sure. a couple of years to, to do this yeah so have you have you uh torn through some of them got getting into that list yeah i'm yeah. getting into the list nice it's, it's good nice uh, what do you what have you been up to oh you know um i have been uh playing some role-playing games you know how i do um I'm, i know you do i'm prepping to lead a role-playing game so that's been really fun it's a lot of work but um it's like fun paperwork to do so <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so I've been doing that. Um, also, my I, I think you I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, you know I my dad had a thing. You probably know where I'm going, but I'll say it for the listeners, uh, whoever's listening. Uh, my dad had a thing where he had a couple of old Mac Macintosh classics in his um, garage. And just like those old school, like 1992 Macintosh classics, just like the beige box computers. And so he wasn't using them, obviously. They were sitting in the garage. And so I took one of them to uh, my good friend Mitchell's house. And Mitchell's a a crafts and uh, he's a maker, you know? That's, I think that's how you would describe him, right? His his Instagram stories are are the type of stories that are like. Yeah satisfying to watch yeah it's kind of like that feeling of erasing a dry erase board like when he's working with wood and stuff it's just it's a satisfying thing to just kind of totally you know sit sit on the toilet in the morning and watch watch mitchell do his thing (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) that's where you that's where you'd go through your stories he's such a he's he's like it's like it's kind of like knowing uh adam savage personally i think isn't that his name yeah. from uh, mythbusters right yeah uh, just, yeah that's his name it's somebody i, I couldn't remember um but it's but it's like mitchell's kind of like that it's like uh he, he's always making something and it's always impressive and interesting so nonetheless i took this uh, box computer to him we kind of took it apart together um i did it with his guidance he i would have shocked myself to death doing it but anyway we took it apart took all the guts out of it and then i bought this little computer called a raspberry pi that he well this is all under his guidance he just let me help sure but um i bought this little computer called a raspberry pi for like 30 35 bucks something like that and you can take this little raspberry pi and i forget what the initial reason for creating them was but you can take it and put like a bunch of old games on there and so we put a little raspberry pi in there which is about the size of a credit card so we took all the computing uh bits out of it um made the screen into just an open space that i then decorated as sort of like a little haunted aquarium um with a little cthulhu statue and a little creature from the black lagoon and then uh mitchell rigged it up to where the floppy drive in the front are is usb inputs and a power button and so you plug your you plug your usb into the floppy drive in the mac and then you turn it on and little leds come in and light up the little aquarium behind the screen and then you plug the the computer into your television and then you can play like old school games so i've been playing um Chris, my roommate and I last night played a bunch of Street Fighter 2, which was really fun. Super tight. And then I've been playing uh, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember that bad boy? Oh, um, absolutely. Oh, my God. I got so into that game when I was a kid, and um, I just pulled it up and started playing it, and I've like saved it. Like I'm going to beat that game again because it's just so fun. There's something so satisfying and fun about playing those sort of older pixelated looking games with silly graphics um and but being able to like save it so like you don't have to get good at it or anything right you can just play it for fun and then if you want to quit you can quit uh chris and i also last night we played a bunch of street fighter and then we also found also on there is uh tony hawk's pro skater 2 
And so, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So we pulled up uh, Pro Skater 2 and we were skating around and listening to like, uh, and I'm the Superman. <laughs> yeah. Listen to that and like lag wagon and stuff. And so we were yeah. talking about, talking about uh, old bands and it, it felt like being 14 again. It was like wild. That's tight. So it was a good time. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing that. You know, uh, that was a weird experience because, like, you already told me the first most of that story until sure. like the most recent oh, parts yeah, that yeah, are yeah. like yesterday. Yeah, sure. And that was the first time in this the history of this podcast where I felt mm. like you were like not really talking to me. Oh, interesting. You were talking to yeah the listeners, the void, the, the void. listeners. <laughs> sure. And I was just kind of like following along because I like had heard <laughs> the story before, and that was just sure. Because yeah. this this whole thing has just been like an excuse for you and I to kind of hang out and yeah. talk about the thing, like just yeah. nerd out about stuff. And, for sure. You know, when you get old, like you just force your <laughs> force your yourself, you know, selves to hang and do stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's pretty funny. Actually, I don't remember telling you the rest of that. So that's that's interesting. Uh, so that's another sign of getting old. You don't remember yeah. the stories you've told before. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you yeah. you told me up into the uh, game stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the specific yeah. games, yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently you can get like there's not um, there's not a ton of, uh, you know, I don't know who else is going to hear this, but there's not a ton of like security on those old things. Like those games yeah. are the size of like a JPEG or something. So, oh, man, you yeah. Can, from... <laughs> you can just download a bunch of them and put them on your. I Did, can put have them on we talked about how like, uh, well, first of all, <clears throat> like for me, when it comes to old school games, like sure. anything pre Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything that you can't really save. Yes. I just can't get behind. Sure. Because of my anxiety, yeah. to where I get yeah. I get to a certain point and it's just like, it uh, like my heart rate's elevated for like yes. this little pixel jumping around and it's yeah. like I don't want to do that to myself. But yeah. like Super Nintendo, like Super Mario uh, Brother, Super Mario World was yeah. my jam. Oh yeah, I'm still. Oh yeah, I don't mean to toot my, toot my own horn, but I'm still <laughs> pretty damn good at it. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you okay. have it? Have you gotten it? Have you played it recently? Um, it's been a couple years. Sure, um, sure. I think I actually think I have the console somewhere here. Oh, now, nice. But the oh, last time like, I played it, you didn't like download it or something, you, or played online. No, I'm, you were the like, real the, yeah. the console. Yeah, nice, like nice. I have yet to like because like I don't want I, the I'm afraid of like not using the yeah the console the thing that I used to throw against the ground so hard <laughs> it never broke so many times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's great. And the, the, the reason that I like doing things, doing games on this little thing or in this way, you can do it online too, is you just save like for Castlevania, I've been playing through that and like, I'm going to play in the cheapest way possible. I am not trying to get good at this. I'm just having fun. Yeah. So like if I beat a boss, um, they have a thing where you don't have to find a save point like you would on an actual little PlayStation yeah. or whatever. You just click the button you want and save. Um, and so it saves exactly Tight. where you are. And so it's yeah. like, if I beat some boss I was having trouble with, save dude. immediately, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that totally kind of hacking your childhood Absolutely. so hard right there. Yeah, dude. I'm just in it for the nostalgia. I'm just having but a good time. I don't time. know if we've talked about this before, but yeah. uh, those types of games, I want to say we we might have talked about it on this podcast at some point. Okay. But the way the composers used to write music for like oh, any yeah. like I don't SNES, think we have talked about that on Donkey here. Kong and sure. Lion King, those were games that I used to play, and yeah. I and especially Super Mario World. Yeah, um, it's all kind of eight bit kind of music. Definitely, yeah. You know, and it got more and more comp com- complex. But yeah, hold on, I'm I'm getting a FaceTime audio call. Hold on, I'm going to decline okay. it. But um, um. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my maybe you should cut that out. I don't know. You probably yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I edit these very um, lightly, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So like the way you would do it now is like you would you know just like you would score a movie, you'd write the music, yeah. you would record the so- sounds. Sure. And then you would you know there are algorithms for like new games of how it, like they they play when you walk into certain rooms, and then yeah. like once yeah. you get closer to other other things, they loop different parts of the song. Totally. But back then, they had to program the score. Uh-huh. in with the game yeah so it was it was the computer making the sounds with the type of yeah. uh, oscillators that it was capable of <laughs> sure yeah and you would write the music yeah. in like essentially in like ones and zeros yes yeah yeah. and yeah. that sounds crazy to me like uh-huh. how, how like i don't know that i could you know you, i mean it is it is interesting because it's one of those things where it seems like the limitations of the format give rise to new types of creativity yeah uh, which is something that's super super cool it's like you don't just have to be a composer you also to some extent have to be like 
a tech savvy person, right? Yeah. Or like a person who understands programming on some more yeah. basic level than just a composer now who can use all these convenient interfaces to get yeah. whatever he or she wants, you know, that kind of thing. At this point in the podcast, Joe decides to take a very important FaceTime call. Please hold for just one moment. And we back. Mm. And we back. And we mm. back. You need to see. You need to hear that song at some point because yeah. anytime like I return to something, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Anytime I yeah. return to something, <laughs> I start singing Chance the Rapper. <laughs> it's like the first song on his okay, like big like album, yeah. like his breakout album or something. His breakout album, yeah. Okay, yeah. I do need to. I do need to hear. Oh that. man, it's yeah. a it's a good time of an album. You got to send me some uh, send me some Chance the Rapper that I need to hear and or yeah, see. I'll, I'll send you. I send you a Spotify playlist. Yeah, we should do. Uh, we've we've talked about this or and or we will. I don't know if it's dropped yet, but we've talked about yeah. needing to do a Chance the Rapper episode at some point. Yeah, you know what? So. Uh, you know what my end with Chance the Rapper was. What's that? Um, it just and this just goes to show you how nerdy i am sure so it was less about like this this really like kind of cool popular hip-hop artist yeah. like being on the radio and stuff yeah and it was more about somehow hearing about uh, a really small weird a24 movie mm. that he was going to be in written and directed by the guy that he um the guy that uh used to carry around a 5d canon 5d camera in chicago and yeah. shot his music videos yeah yeah and they kind of like learned how to do all this stuff together. And he's like, "Hey, will you star in my my weird uh, ghost vampire uh, werewolf pizza movie?" <laughs> oh shit! So I saw the trailer for that movie. And I'm like, it said starring Chance the Rapper and and written and directed by Austin Vesley, I think is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'm like, watch the movie. I'm like, this is actually really funny and kind of cool. And yeah. Uh, then I'm like, I guess I should listen to Chance the Rapper. And I'm like. Man, this is this is a bop. Yeah. This yeah. this chance the rapper guy really knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. You know? Nice. Yeah. So you did so see So my that? in yeah. my in with this this really super popular rapper was yeah. a, a weird that, B horror movie. That checks out. That checks <laughs> yeah. out. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Where where'd you watch the movie? Do you know? Um I I I think I purchased in okay. iTunes at the time, but sure. I think it's streaming nice. places. Yeah, I'll check it. What's it called again? Um, it's called Slice. Slice. Okay, yeah. And it seems like I've know, heard of that. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, um. What's it? Paul Shear is in it. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. That's, and, uh, that's where Zazie, I've heard of it. Zazie Beats is of in course. it. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a cool little movie. It's like... Sweet. It's 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 like silly comedy, yeah. you know, not scary by any means. Sure. But, but fun, um, just just fun. Yeah. And A twenty four agreed to. He, he, I've heard podcasts where he's like, feels like, yeah. A twenty four said they if Chance was going to be in it, like they would like produce the movie. And he's like, man, what a yeah, what a fun yeah, <laughs> what a fun thing to do. And eight for those who don't know much about A twenty four, it's like those are the types of movies they release where it's like The Witch or yeah, um, yeah, or you know, uh, uh, kind of art house right? yeah. horror mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And then he's got yep. this movie about like this town where ghosts and vampires and werewolves yeah. live together and yeah. like when you die you just turn into a ghost and your skin color changes and like <laughs> they're trying to figure out like why all of these uh pizza delivery boys keep dying. Nice. Yeah. It's fun. That's dope. Yeah, I got to check yeah. that out. Um so spe- and we back. And speaking of uh speaking of A24, um so we all know the next, you know, month or so is going to be it's going to be a rough time. And so uh yeah. looking for good good news and fun things. One thing I heard the other day is that um Amazon Prime is going to have uh starting next month The Lighthouse. So I'm oh, real nice. I'm real pumped to watch that again. I've seen it twice, watched it twice yeah. in the theater. We talked about it Robert Eggers uh, mm-hmm. But man, I'm ready to see it again. So you good. know, I, I I I only saw The Witch one time. You only saw The Witch one time? Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. then I just read a, a bunch. Sure. About it. Oh yeah, um, for sure, dude. The Witch I, is so good. Yeah, I I still have it on iTunes. I'm gonna yeah. maybe. I, I think I bought it in a two pack with something. I'm nice. Like, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, dude. Maybe that t- up. Maybe tonight. Nice. Uh, another thing you got to check out that uh, we talked about on the last quarantine bonus is you got to check out In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, uh, the mm-hmm. John Carpenter movie. Um, yeah. Movie's so good. Um, <coughs> oh, and another thing, as long as we're talking about stuff we're excited about, this is a little bit of a, uh, not a spoiler, 
but it's it gives a hint at a future episode we're going to do. I just went to my, for those listening who don't know, Joe, I'm, I know you know, I have an uh, one entire bookshelf. I got a bunch of bookshelves in my house, and one entire bookshelf is dedicated to exe- only, only exclusively Batman. Um, right. And so I got a bunch. I got too many Batman books. And you I'm, have too many. Yeah, and yeah. I'm never giving them up. I mean, I don't think so. But. No. Yeah, it's an appropriate amount um, for an adult. And so I went on there and I pulled. I got to pull a bunch of books to reread uh, for an upcoming episode that I'm so excited about rereading. Um, yeah. Just mm-hmm. flipping through. And you know who this or, or why I would pull these books and so forth. Yeah. But just looking at the covers of them, I'm just so pumped to reread mm-hmm. some of these Batman books. So yeah, those Batman books are 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 were, were my uh, stepping stone back into comics yes. from when I was a kid, dude. And absolutely, like, yeah. You know, yeah, six or seven years ago. And I pulled some of the I pulled some of the books that go back before uh, the ones that we started out reading, right? Because yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, for obvious reasons that we'll talk about later. But anyway, yeah. So nonetheless, I'm just hyped on I'm hyped on some Batman today. Do I have those and trades or not? <clears throat> Like, I don't I know. know. I, I mean, I, I've got, I've got the yeah. the Batman ones, but I don't know if I have the the, the yeah. Some the of big them, bat, some of the, them are the pre-Batman detective, detective comics. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have that one. Anyway, mm. mm-hmm. also uh, today, one thing that I'll uh, chat about really quick. I won't give too many specifics, but I got to, I got to be a guest on a podcast today. Earlier today, you did I did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a new podcast that's coming out. And I'm not gonna yep. like drop the exclusive on it, but um, let's just the say exclusive. It's, yeah, but um, it is it is a podcast on our network. It is a podcast on our network. <laughs> our, on one of our networks. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that's still, which one is still it? Still mysterious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna get to get to be, and it was a really really good time. Had a good conversation and got to like go into some stuff that I don't really go into on this podcast. So. Um, cool. So that'll be. So you got weird. I got weird. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time. I got a little. It was one of those where I know it's gonna be a good episode because after I got off the call and got off the. Obviously, I recorded it from my house. After I got off recording, uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm a little nervous that about I about what you said about what I said." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like that's oh, yeah. how I know it's gonna be like. That's. Yeah. I'm, I'm worth, happy with worth that listening then. to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, so we did. I did that earlier. See what? what yeah. But whenever you, I actually recorded one like that uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. Sure. The thing you say afterward, like you just say, "Hey, well, actually, we've done episodes like this yeah. where, like, I feel like was I insensitive with something that I said? Sure. And then I'm like, just tell you, like, just just edit it, and then like, <laughs> and then I feel much better after that. Even if sure. you don't, yeah, sure. I feel better knowing that, yeah. like, yeah, it got listened to again and. I'm not like just yeah. an ignorant a hole. Oh no! You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and uh, the thing with this one is obviously the editing's out of my hands because it's not my podcast. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, it's it's not really a nervousness in the sense of like was I insensitive or did I like put my foot in my mouth? It's more like no, no, I completely stand by everything I said. I'm You're just, just really honest. I'm just real honest in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah. But that was fun. And then we also. Um, I'm just being cryptic. This is probably not good to listen to, but whatever. Yeah, everyone's like, they've turned it. They turned it off about 25 <laughs> seconds ago. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe they just want to hear some happy people behind them, and they're not listening, and they're you know cleaning their kitchen yeah. or something. But uh, the <laughs> another thing that's coming up that's really fun is we're in talks to do a sort of collaboration episode with another uh, uh, host of one of the shows on one of our networks. So yeah, like think like think like. <clears throat> Arrow meeting the Flash. Yeah, okay. exactly. The crossover yeah. episode, like, like those. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I actually stopped watching those shows a long time ago, just mm-hmm. because there's so many episodes. There's a lot, yeah. And I really, really, and thoroughly enjoyed those while while I was watching them. Sure. But Me when too. I go home for like holidays and stuff, yeah. Like my dad's like, "Have you seen the crossover episodes?" And we'll yeah. just we'll just binge the crossovers, nice. and that's enough. Yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah. I get it's that. Like, man, like growing up, like that would have never been on tv and especially for my dad like my dad like dude when he was a kid like superman was like you know it yeah that like there wasn't anything else like Like the george reeves or whatever was that it yeah Uh, george reeves superman um i mean you know it's like you've got mighty mouse and then you've got superman oh man can you imagine if you were into superheroes having to settle for mighty mouse like being (laughs) hyped that mighty mouse was on like in comparison to the shit that we get access to like i'm like yeah you know arrows only uh (laughs) yeah it's only kind of awesome so i'm not really watching it anymore (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's wild. But for him, like yeah, yeah. he's just he's making up for lost time with totally, all this man. stuff, which is also why he he hates Zack Snyder so much. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I get it. I like, get it. Oh, like so, that's what you did with the first time yeah. we've ever seen, yeah, Batman and Superman on screen together. Yeah, I st- I still <clears throat> have have a lot of things I like about that movie. I do, do I too. think Zack Snyder kind of mm-hmm. just inherently mm-hmm. got the character of Batman wrong in yeah. some aspects? Yes, yep. I do. Yep. Um, but he, you know, he has the right to do that. Sure. But you sure. also have to acknowledge the things that make these characters great. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and he, the thing that makes yeah. Batman and Superman great is the bromance, and they tried to do it later, yeah. but like they yeah. didn't get it. Yeah. They, no. They, swinging a mess. I, I do stand behind Batfleck though. He was. Oh, Batfleck was dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Batfleck, Batfleck was, the, was the bomb. Was the bomb. Was Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I like that movie. I want to go back and rewatch it. There were lots of parts of, of uh, Batman v Superman that I really liked. Um, yeah. Like you were saying, and if it was, if it was the, like the reason that I'm upset about, or the reason that I was upset about it, was because it, it like films are so expensive and are such yeah. big tentpole things that it means that that's the only that's it Batman that we get on film for a long time. And it's like yeah. it, it's not so much that I was upset about that Batman, but it's like I don't want that to be the only one that I get for a decade. Like it's not it's not that good. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But now now um, now. Our Pats, yeah. our Pats man, our, Pats. our Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's no, I'm, fine. I'm super pumped. Super pumped about that. Yeah, I think um, the biggest, the biggest, saddest thing is that yeah. like Man of Steel like yeah. had its problems, but like you could kind of see Dude. where they could take Batman yes. or Superman. Yes, and then they just never utilized him again. Yeah, you know, totally. Really, Dude, I even and this is uh, this is just we're beca- getting this we're is get, just we're going places. <laughs> this is this just is like becoming this feels episode. like our old. I was yeah. just gonna say this has become an episode of our old podcast, but um, I even liked. Uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Luther. I know a lot. Of I people, got it. Yes, no. Dude. I totally understood yes. why he why that he got cast as. That I understood part. why they went that way for sure. Yeah, and I didn't love all the like implications. Like I would have liked that choice for the character a lot more if it was any other director other than Zack Snyder. Here's I feel the like, thing. Yeah, Zack Snyder did one of the greatest things he could have for uh-huh. DC, yeah. and that was cast uh, Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot, Gal very, Gadot very as true. Wonder Woman. Yep, very because true. Because he sees things in these in these actors that we wouldn't yeah. necessarily see. True. Ben Affleck as Batman, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then yeah. like, oh, I get it. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people really hated on uh, uh, Gal as, as Wonder Woman. And sure. like at first I was like, Oh, the the girl that didn't talk much in like the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, mm, well, whatever. Yeah. And the, but then, yeah, Patty Jenkins takes Wonder Woman yeah. and that actor Dude. and makes a solid movie. Dude, that you movie know what is, I mean? Yeah, that movie's great. So the thing that Zack Snyder, he, I think I do, th- I would argue that Zack Snyder is a visionary. Sure. I just don't think I just don't think his tastes are correct. Yeah, <laughs> or, his, or, or his, match what his, I think they should. Yeah, I don't like his taste at all. That's why I say like the Lex Luthor thing. I love that spin on the character. Like he's yeah. a, he's a Zuckerberg type or whatever. Yeah, he's he's an idea man. That's but, a great idea. It's great. Yes, but the thing that I don't like about it is that in the context of Zack Snyder, that sort of plays into his whole like worship of muscles and of like quote unquote yeah. real manliness or whatever. Right. You know, he loves like big let's, buff dudes. We're, and stuff. we're gonna do his. Zack Snyder. Yeah, let's, we will. Let's, yeah, we'll, we should. We'll we should save it. We should but. chill out on it. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I, all that said, I need to rewatch, uh, rewatch those, and I want to re- rewatch Justice League and all that kind of stuff. It's hey, like, when all this yeah. is over, man, I've got the uh, director's cut of Batman v Superman Ooh, on iTunes. Dope, dude. That's I'm, like the thirty-five hour one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I fell asleep watching it. Actually, <laughs> I'm it down so for long. that shit. Yeah, it's yeah. better though. It, it honestly is better. Yeah. It's too it, it's too long unless yeah. you're just really yeah already in for already on like board. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, shit, man. You've been doing anything else? I mean, I've I've been on podcasts and playing silly video games, and I haven't talked about my work because it's just like yeah school. But um, sure, yeah. But man, like I want to make I want to make some time for like creating some stuff. Sure, so, like. There are actually like an. Uh, I think this will be the first time I've actually mentioned this and, and talked about it uh, in public. Yeah. Let Let's spoil the end of Logan real quick. Okay. Sure. Um, first of all, Logan's great. If you haven't seen it, earmuffs. Well, I At haven't the, seen it, so. You haven't? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, I know what happens. I think. 
Uh, you think? Well, I don't. I well, don't. there's 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 a very big thing that happens to Logan at the end of this movie. Sure. Can I? Well, can I say? Let, let me just say real quick. Yeah. I haven't seen it, and like, I'm not super bummed about that. I don't know why it is, but like, just the aesthetic choice of that film makes me not yeah. fully want to watch it. And interesting. Yeah. Just the dry, deserty, yellow sort of thing. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I'll, I'll Man, see it I'd, at some point. I don't know. Yeah. I I think you should get. I mean, I should jump in. I'm sure I would like it. It's just one of those things where every time I think about watching, I'm like, yeah, you know, (laughs) it's so much more than like, it's like John Wick. Yeah. But like with like characters you really love and care about. So there's a lot of heart. Yeah. And a lot of violence. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, anyway, something bit very big happens to him at the end. Uh It's something that he, that could had never happened to him before. Okay. And at the end he says, oh, so that's what this feels like. Mm, okay. And hmm. I got fired uh-huh. off of my first <laughs> big movie. Uh-huh. And I've heard I've heard composers talk about it over and over again. Like you're not really a film composer until you get you get fired off of a job before you oh. can even like get a chance to sure. like you know either deliver the score or you deliver the score and you get fired from <laughs> yeah. it just because they don't think you're the right fit. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it was the biggest movie in my. Uh, career so far Uh um and due to some like you know it it was like a political thing like you know they they wanted to keep the work in la and one producer felt one way the other producer felt another way and at the end of the day like i didn't get the job yeah is this the movie that is this the movie that i i know about like i'm aware of yeah okay Mm -hmm. all right i didn't know if you had any information on that yeah no so um interesting yeah so that was a that was a big punch in the gut for somebody who's really trying to you know yeah make a career out of something like that living in louisville and at the uh-huh. same time it's like the reason i lost the job was probably because of my location gotcha. you know sure um and i was like i was you know on i was i was i was the composer for the movie uh-huh. for like i don't know like four or five months or, uh-huh. or more yeah before that happened yeah yeah um so it's like you just never know yeah but that being said like right now i've got like three other movies uh-huh. uh obviously not of that budget level that sure. like i'm uh the composer on i need to start working on uh-huh. and uh so i'm trying to like figure out how to like um motivate myself after like such a big blow like that definitely yeah. um so creatively that's kind of where i am but at the same time like i'm yeah. a writer too so like this is the perfect chance yeah. opportunity yeah. for a writer to like John Carpenter tweeted the other day or, or put on his Instagram. I saw this. Did you see it? I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> and on, on Reddit, people were like, oh, well, this makes me feel like crap because I don't feel like writing. Uh-huh. But I, like at the same time, it's like, that's not, first of all, it's, it's not what he meant. Second yeah, of all, yeah. it's like. Well, for people who didn't know, what did he, what did he put? So he, yeah. he, he posts a picture of um, like five or six of his original scripts yeah. stacked on top of each other. And on the side of the pages, he wrote the name of the movie. It's yeah. like so inspiring. Like there was uh, Christine, Halloween. Yes. Uh, so many <sighs> different, you know. So cool. Uh, many of his movies that he wrote or co-wrote. Yeah. And he, he said, uh, if you're a young filmmaker, now is the time to write your movie. Yeah. Don't worry about whether it's good or not. Just just, yeah. just make it. Because yep. like, he, and he's basically saying <clears throat> like, we all have to like kind of be still right sure. now. And like, you yeah. know, like just, you know, put yourself into something and like you know yeah. you're gonna you're gonna make something great like yeah. or maybe or maybe not sure you know and most people are like you know actually like you shouldn't worry about that because like if you're if you if you feel like you just need to worry about what's happening or yeah. if you have too much anxiety that's okay too and sure you know i agree with that yeah, but at the course. same time it's yeah, yeah. like you know just sitting and worrying is yeah. is you know well, and, and, and I feel like with stuff like that, because that's one conversation that I've seen happening on, you know, social media platforms and stuff, Yeah, is uh, one thing about that is, like, there are two ways to think about someone saying something like John Carpenter is, where he says, you know, now's a great time to make something. You can yeah. think of that in a sort of unhealthy way, which is, now that I have this time, I have to use this time to be productive, right? Right. I have to make something, I have to do something, you know, and that's that sort of, I mean, this is just totally me speaking for myself that's that sort of like sick 
capitalist sort of, you know, sure. I have to be a producer. I have to do something, you know, whatever. I have to make something. I have to make something. So hopefully I can sell it and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. that's one way to think of it. Another way to think of it, which I think is what you're articulating and probably yeah. what John Carpenter meant is like, this is a great time to make something. You don't have you, to make, you don't have to write the next hit. But at the same you're time, you're just creating like, something. You, you finally have time. Yeah. Like for me, it's like, yeah. I have like the last like three or four years of my life, like, I've always heard like, like time is so precious. Like yeah. you're never gonna have enough hours in the day. Sure. And like yeah. I never felt that until yeah, more recently in my life to where it's like, an hour in the morning to write is yeah. gold. It's precious. And if yeah. I don't and if I don't use it, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Definitely. Never to get back. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And for me, it's like, I love creating things. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't get the opportunity to to do yeah. that and yeah. for me it's like i have like oh my god i have time yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it's like for me it's not like you know oh you should be doing this because you have yeah. time it's like no i i'm you get to. i am gifted yeah. some time right now in yeah. this terrible circumstance yeah i finally have some time to do this thing so yeah. like for me yeah. it's like trying to carve it out and trying to make it you know utilize yeah. like you know the time i have right yeah now. definitely and and it's the kind of thing too where it's like i i think a good thing to say to everybody everybody who's listening and also i'm just saying this to myself is the notion of like you can do whatever you're doing badly like one of the things that i want to yeah. do during this time is to write some more fiction i have a couple more like short story ideas you're and really bad at it i know and what <laughs> God damn it. And that's one of the things that, honestly, that's one of the things that holds me back from it is like, can I be as good as I want to be? And it's like, I shouldn't be thinking like that. I should just sure, be thinking no. of like, I don't, like I, I completed that short, you sent me some uh, feedback on one of my short stories and I sent it to, not the feedback, but the story. I haven't updated it yet, but I sent it to Mitchell, who we talked about earlier. I sent it to him and he sent me a text that said, hey, you wrote a really good spooky story. And I was like, dude, that's mission accomplished. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Like, that's fucking fine. If it never gets published, if it never, I need to not sink the worth of whatever I'm creating into like likes or popularity or selling it or something like that. Like those things can be cool and those things can be important. And for like you in certain cases, that's your job. But like, but But not for writing a script, not for writing a script. For me, it's like, you know, it's the, it's the joy of the process. Exactly. I could write a script that never gets made into a movie and I just want to, Oh God, I have an idea for another one. Yeah. And it's like feeling like I'm putting, so, I'm cre- like, uh, yeah. it's like, and Kevin Smith says it all the time. It's sure. the closest you're ever going to feel to being God. Sure. You know? Yeah, man. Like you're making something that doesn't exist. You get to build a exist. world. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and also to, you know, to, to, to circle back to this and just throw this in because I'm thinking about it is that's sort of the same thing that I'm doing at the same time when I do like a role playing game, right? Like yeah. I'm building a little world. People get to come and live in it for a little bit. And you know whatever, and uh, like I don't know. But, I, I mean, would you would you do that if you didn't like really enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because like, it is work. I mean, it is technically yeah. work, and it's work that I know I'll never get paid for because it's just for a game. Um, and so yeah, no, of course. And and I think that's the that's the good reading of what John Carpenter and folks yeah. who are like that are trying to say, which is like. If you have extra time, I mean, and granted, not everyone does. Some people are out of work, they're stressed. We exactly. acknowledge like, that. Some people are frontline heroes, doctors, grocery store workers. These people are true American heroes right now. Um, yeah. But for those of us that do have extra time, it's a good time to put yourself into something for the enjoyment of it, right? Exactly. Like, Create I was actually something just, for just the enjoyment. Just listening to a podcast today, yeah. uh, it was a kind of a newer filmmaker kind yeah. of talking, and he's like, man i hate writing i love having written but i hate writing but i'm just trying i'm just trying to write this thing so that i can make the you know make a movie with the part that i really enjoy i'm like man if you hate writing don't don't write yeah like sure make friends with a good writer yeah you know if you want if you love making movies and you hate writing Uh, yeah don't put yourself through that like let somebody like who really loves writing (laughs) write the movie that's a fair point yeah like just just do you know if yeah. you're 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 probably not going to become rich and famous doing this you should only do this because you really enjoy doing that's a good it. point that's a good point i, I like to, this is this isn't like going to med school okay yeah, like right, going right, to right. med school sucks <laughs> but you do it to, yeah. you do it to eventually yeah. make x amount of money because sure. you're going to be a doctor and you're you're going to make plenty of money it's sure. like that's not what this is. Yeah, yeah, right. At the at the same time, just to play devil's advocate, like yeah. I I do understand 
not the hating writing part, but I do hate starting to write. I hate sure. sitting down to do it. Uh, once yeah. I start, I'm enjoying it. But like the sitting yeah. down to, it's not that I hate sitting sure. down. It's like I do have this little hump at the beginning of each writing session where it's totally. like I have to get over that and into the actual writing. I just have to command my attention and tell myself, focus on yeah. this. It's okay to focus on this. There's nothing else you need to do right now. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, exactly. So I don't know. I don't know if he's sure. and no, articulating I, and I, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I get that too. Like for sure. me, it's like the hardest part of doing anything creative is starting it. Yes, exactly. Like, and that for me, it's just anxiety. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. like a pit in my stomach. Sure. Just this dread of doing this thing that I love to do, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. just super messed up. Yeah. Like, well, my, my brains, my brains th- suck. Yeah, my thing comes from, like, me trying to get over that hump comes from, like, I can always come up with things I need to be doing, right? Oh, I need to clean, oh, totally. I need to clean my sink, so I can't really sit here and write right now. And it's like, well, yeah. I, I, I don't, that doesn't stop me from watching a television show, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, it's like, I need sure. to not let that stop me from just sitting down and starting. And then five minutes in, yeah. I'm having a great time, you know? Exactly. Um, but, so. but if five minutes in, you're just, like hating it like just don't write true you yeah. know like, yeah exactly if the like entire thing is like beating your head against the wall don't do it man like yeah like know? what's like yeah try yeah. visual art or something i mean I, <laughs> you know if, if if the thing you're creating is like this great work of art sure, like if yeah. you're van gogh and you're like cutting your ear off and stuff like you know I'm, yeah yeah may, maybe for everybody else continue to do it i don't know sure i don't but know like there are yeah. plenty of great writers out but, there that enjoy what they do yeah man life's too short if, if yeah. you're if you're having a bummer of a time like go read somebody's writing do something else yeah like, like <laughs> you know and and you know it's this whole idea of like yeah i don't know like and, and it does kind of stem to that like capitalism sure. capitalism kind of thing like you know yeah. if especially if you're a filmmaker well if i write my own movie i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna you know hold on to more of the, the yeah you know the, more of the back end or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. And, Dog, you're not gonna make any money. <laughs> no, like, man. No. Just assume nothing will ever come of it, other than yes. you're gonna hopefully have a movie at the end. Yeah, totally. You know, you will have made something, and if yeah. that ain't reason enough to do it, then there ain't no reason to do it. So no. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, this conversation went to places I didn't think it was gonna go. So yeah. I'm. Uh. Uh. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean. Yeah. Let's talk about. Um. Let's talk about the movies I've been watching. Okay. Yeah. What you've been watching. So I uh, rewatched. I rewatched. Well, let me get to this one at the end. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, I saw Blue Ruin for the first time. Okay. Uh, have you seen Blue Ruin? I haven't. No. Have you seen Green Room? Yes, I have seen Green Room. Mm-hmm. It's the movie he made before Green Room. Oh, interesting. Uh, Jeremy Saulnier. See, here's the weird thing. I really yeah. liked Green Room. I I avoided Green Room for a long time. For folks who haven't seen it, it's a yeah. it's kind of a horror actiony. I don't know. It's a thriller. It's, it's a thriller. A, it's That's a, a great horror thriller. Horror thriller. Um, yeah. About a punk rock band, um, yeah. a liberal, a very liberal, liberal punk rock band that yeah. goes into a, um, a like fascist neo Nazi neo Nazi yeah. club. Yeah. And they don't know it's that they book a show. They, yeah, but yeah. When, once they realize it, they show their butt on stage. If yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And they get trapped in there they they've witnessed something they're not supposed to witness and yeah. the whole movie's about them trying to get out alive yep um but this filmmaker the first movie he ever made was murder party have you seen murder party i haven't seen murder party either i know what you it need is, to see murder but, party it yeah. is so unlike so unlike his what you think of as this guy really huh. it's it's low budget it's campy uh lots of jokes lots of violence but yeah. like it's it's just goofy huh um, cool and um looks like it's on netflix nice yeah then he made blue ruin and blue ruin is like oh, it's a, it's a <laughs> blue yeah. ruin is about it um all of these movies uh most at least most of his movies have macon blair in it okay um and uh you'd know him if you saw him sure but macon blair is uh the lead in blue ruin okay and um he uh oh, plays yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a homeless man okay. like uh you know a 30 something homeless man yeah um, who uh, you don't know why he's homeless. Like, it movie opens up to him taking a, a bath in a really nice bathroom, and then mm-hmm. he hears the door open and he has to go out the bat, yeah, out, out the window, kind of thing. Yeah, this guy's a master at tension. Oh god. Um, yeah. But then uh, the whole movie is about uh, the reason he's homeless. You find out, and it becomes a revenge story. Okay. To the end, oh, him man. going after people. Sure. 
Um, and it's very it, it it's not ultra violent, but it's the same type yeah. of violence that's in Green Room, just dialed <sighs> down a little bit. Sure. But that's the thing about this. The thing that like I need to rewatch Green Room, but when I first uh-huh. saw it, the violence was so ultra realistic. Yeah. Um, that it like made me a little sick to my stomach. Yep, same. That's um, why you told me that about Green Room, and that's why I avoided yeah. it for a long time. Yeah, and it, yep. it, I actually really like this filmmaker. I really liked Green Room. Yep. Um, I need to rewatch it because <clears throat> watching Blue Ruin, like I avoided it for a long time because it's the same filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. But then watching it, it's like, um, yeah, it's it, the violence is very realistic. Um, if someone gets, for example, shot in the leg with an arrow, you kind of feel it, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, Um. So yep. I would recommend it. Um. Oddly kind of funny at times, mm-hmm. which I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then he went on to make a movie for Netflix called... Uh, it was about a wolf in the in the uh, Arctic or something, hmm. um, which see, I never saw it, but yeah. I'd like to. Cool. Um, I saw... I'll tell you. Uh, Daniel Isn't Real. Have you heard of that movie? No. It's uh, now on Shudder, which I've been okay. wanting to watch it for months and months. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Adam Egypt uh, Mortimer, I think is the filmmaker's name. It's his, I think his first feature. He's a writer-director. And uh, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger's son yeah. um, as <laughs> this um, imaginary friend of another. And, and it, play, it plays with the idea of like uh, schizophrenia mm-hmm. or possession or whatever. And it's like a really odd kind of offbeat kind of movie. Huh. Would recommend. It's yeah. uh, almost like kind of like a punk rock kind of attitude of a movie. Sure. Um, I cool. watched Ginger Snaps for the first time. Have okay. you seen Ginger Snaps? I've seen it a long, long time ago, but I don't remember yeah. it too. I saw that it was on Shudder the other day. Um, yeah. But I have Shudder's been killing they've, it. <laughs> they've been doing good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for uh, sure. Ginger Snaps is great. <clears throat> yeah. It's... Um, it's like a coming of age werewolf movie. Yeah. Um that's right. That's right. And uh it's it's kind of it, it it came out like 2000 or 2001. Yeah. Uh, around the same time as like um Scream yeah. and stuff movies like that. Yeah, I remember watching it, but I I remember a general vibe, but I couldn't tell you much yeah. about it. I, I I really dug it yeah. uh, quite a bit and it's one of those movies where it's you kind of have to try and watch it in the context of 20 years ago. Yeah, definitely. Um, because it definitely feels like a movie made in the year 2000 or 99 <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. But like the stuff they play with, like te- the lives of these teenagers feels more realistic. And yeah. uh, I think they, they like kind of push things a little bit further than a normal type of 2000, I know what you did last summer type of movie would do with high school kids. Yeah. Like I think it's a little bit more... Um, like I feel like the producers and the writer and the director had their finger on the pulse of what actual like sure. teenagers were experiencing. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend that as well. Nice. Yeah, I need to rewatch. Oh man, that. I've, I've watched so many. Um, <laughs> I watched Sweetheart. Have you heard of Sweetheart? Okay. Nope. Don't know that one. It's on Netflix. Yep. And J.D. Dillard. Mm-hmm. I think it might be his first feature okay. or his second feature. Sure. And uh, it's it's basically uh, I think it was a Blumhouse movie or maybe. Oh, yeah, it was a Blumhouse movie. Cool. Uh, A girl wakes up on an island. She washes up on shore. You slowly figure out kind of how she got there. You think it's a survival story, and then then the sun goes down, and there's a monster. So it's that (laughs) kind of movie. Nice. Um, I watched Honey Boy. Have you seen Honey Boy? No, I have wanted to see Honey Boy. I haven't. uh, I know a little bit about it. It's like pseudo-autobiographical, right? Yeah. Something like Um, that, yeah. Yeah, totally worth watching. Cool, Um, yeah definitely it's, want to see uh, that hard to watch it at times because yeah. it's like you you know that it's like oh shia like yeah really had a rough childhood yeah um, yeah yeah but i think it's on amazon prime for, for yeah free i saw right now, yeah so. i saw it was on there yeah i'm looking forward to watching that um at some point. i <laughs> the list keeps going i saw the movie <laughs> faults have you heard of faults i've heard of faults but i haven't seen it the reason here's how i heard about faults sure a uh, filmmaker's name's Riley Stearns, written mm-hmm. and directed by Riley Stearns. Okay. And uh, he was here in Louisville um, oh. two summers ago. Okay. Um, he was making his movie uh, with um, uh, Jesse Eisenberg called The Art of Self-Defense. Cool, yeah. And it's just this weird, offbeat, kind of like dark comedy thriller about this guy that has to learn to like go to a dojo to take you know to Mm. to protect himself Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um all the dialogue is very much in his movies 
uh, more so in the art of self-defense he kind of cranks it up in faults too but um it feels a lot like um yorgos lanthimos yeah uh, Mm -hmm. um to where it's all very like you could tell that the director said say the line like this almost like kevin smith or or tarantino or something but very kind of clinical and and odd the readings are very much part of the yeah exactly or something yeah yeah the 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 text is like you you know you're not going to be doing a lot of yeah um, yeah you know improvisation unless you get that voice down yeah um but the movie uh faults was his first one okay Oh, but I did have friends who worked on the Art of Self Defense. Is where cool. I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Originally, I was going to be doing some uh, um, some temp sound design on mm-hmm. the movie as they shot it because sure. they were they were working on like I think maybe selling it or or for screeners or something. But that mm-hmm. that fell through. Yeah. Um. So I never got to meet the director or anything. But Faults stars uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Nice. Yeah. Um. Who was married to the director at the time? Oh, cool. And Leland Orser, and it's. It's about a a young girl um, mm-hmm. who um, uh, is in a cult, and cool. her family wants her back. Yeah, and they hire this guy who's 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 written books about mind control yeah. to kidnap her. Yeah, and convince her to go home. Wow, things get things get weirder, and it's yeah. one of those. It's a great movie to watch, especially if you're like. If you're a writer, or if you you want to make a movie on a low budget, and you don't know really how to like stretch out like an sure. entire movie in like a room, yeah. But they, for the most part, do this really well. Wow. Um, huh. So faults. Very uh, cool. And uh, where did you say you watched that? Did you buy it or was it? I, I, uh, I bought it for like four or five dollars on iTunes sure. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's still that or cool. not. Um. Yeah. Let me um, make a note of that because I want to check that out. Yeah. Faults. Sounds really good. Uh. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, and then I rewatched, and mm-hmm. this is this is what's great. When I was a kid, I didn't watch a ton of new movies. Yeah, I rewatched my favorite movies over and over again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and there's something I think that's something that we don't do anymore. We don't do that enough. Yeah, um, with all art, I think that's true with everything. Yeah, yeah, um, and that, that's a bummer to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Um, because like the movies that I think of like growing up that I think kind of inherently like instilled this idea of me wanting to like work. Yeah. Whether it be a film composer or a writer or anything, or the ones that I just watched over and over again. Sure. Know? Yeah. Um, so uh, I rewatched The Black Coat's Daughter. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Um, which is super cool movie, cool. super vibey movie. Did we watch that together um, for the first we, time? Was that the first time yeah, you saw it? Yeah, we that? did. Yeah, okay. And uh, I learned some stuff about that movie mm-hmm. um, that I think you'll find pretty interesting. So the filmmaker's name is Oz Perkins. Yes. It was his first movie. Mm hmm. So like he had never um he was an actor before and he had never made a short film he had never made a music video mm-hmm. um he had just written this movie and he had been around filmmakers and movies all his life and he just wanted to make a movie so hmm. like w- watching this movie and understanding he had never made anything like that before not yeah. even a little bit is yeah. super impressive Yeah it is but his father was Anthony Perkins Oh whoa okay Norman Bates Yeah damn so I I just Jeez. listened to a podcast with him today and I never realized that. So like, yeah. wow, you know, and he was talking about how like he didn't really know his father very very well because oh, really? his Anthony Perkins died when he was just a teenager. Okay, yeah. and he was kind of a mysterious kind of guy. And wow. but uh, huh. yeah, just kind of hearing him talk about like the process of like. He also made a movie called "The I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the Oh Yeah It Lives uh, in the House, house. Yeah mm-hmm. uh, for Netflix Yeah And yeah. he said that was basically a movie about him coming to terms with the fact that he never really knew his father Yeah But that that was okay That you know it's basically like you can still try and like he like he's like I still show my kids my my dad's work Yeah You know because that's there, there's you know it's essentially like part of him you know like watching yeah the thing he loved to do is yeah. kind of also trying to kind of get to know him a little bit more but um very interesting yeah i i really really dug that movie that so. uh um yeah no i dug that movie a lot too the uh the uh i what's the name of the other one pretty thing that lives in the house yeah i am the pretty thing that lives yeah. in the house um that one has been on my list for a long time but i haven't haven't it, seen it's it yet, so. slow yeah 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 mm-hmm. it's almost like a poem of a movie gotcha um, but huh. uh, if you like if you like vibey slow burn, definitely, yeah, I, I'd recommend it for yeah. sure. Very cool. I, I like it a lot. Have you seen? Long as you're on a big kick, have you watched? Um, I, I'm sure we've talked about this, but have you watched? Uh, oh shit, what's it called? The Sacrament, I think. Um, I haven't. No. Ty West. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you should give that a shot while you're while you're on your kick. Um, yeah, because we got to do a Ty West episode at some point, and you you yeah. also just need to see that movie because it's so different from the rest of his body of work. So right, yeah. There there's yeah. a scene or two in that movie that were were some of the most disturbing things that I've seen. Um, oh wow! In yeah. in a long time. Uh, weirdly enough, it was just it's 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 that it was the type of horror or it hits a type of horror that is apparently what really bothers me. Um, and which is weird to say, um, because I, the rest of his movies are creepy and there's jump scares and stuff like that. And they're just fun and awesome. And I think of them primarily as a good time. Uh, the sacrament, there are a couple scenes where it's like, I really don't care to watch that again. (laughs) You know? Yeah, Um, totally. yeah. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see what you think. I'm into, I'm into it. Dope. 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 We've talked a lot. We have talked a lot. You got anything else you want to cover uh, this time? I mean, we can do these whenever. So, yeah, no. I watched. I watched the craft. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. Um, it's always a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I a mean, great movie. No, it's not a great movie, but you know what I'm saying. It's I a, did enjoy it. it. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um, no, I enjoyed it. And uh, with the fun, my favorite part of that movie is the fun part where they they uh, use that cheesy looking uh, VFX to change her hair color. Uh, yeah you know? yeah <laughs> and then she shakes it out and it's like it looked i remember even at the time i was like that looks very false like <laughs> yeah nice try <laughs> nice try yeah all right sweet oh, well man. this has been a quarantine bonus <laughs> number two uh regularly scheduled episodes drop on mondays yeah. um yeah as we're recording this we just dropped our david bazan episode so oh cool uh, i'll release this episode later in the week and uh if you missed david bazan go back and listen to him because that was a good episode yeah, i was happy with that it was a good ep- yeah, yeah i uh i enjoyed talking about it yeah me too uh, i've been jamming i've been jamming that uh uh curse your branches album oh, quite it's a so bit good man it's yeah. such a good record yeah yeah um we'll let y'all know about all the all the cryptic uh, shit that we talked <laughs> talked about in the middle of the thing. Um, yeah, we'll tell you tomorrow. We'll tell you tomorrow, man. Just just uh, anyway, wash your hands, be safe, and uh, stay stay inside. Like don't don't yeah. go anywhere. Come on. Don't bleach your hands. Don't bleach your hands, and don't leave the house, no. and don't be those people who like make excuses for leaving the house. Stay home if you yeah. can. If you can, just stay home. Um, if you can, just stay home, man. Unless you're a doctor, and then you're an American hero. Uh, not yeah. like a me doctor, but yeah. Yeah. All right, this is Common Creators Podcast, uh, Destination Nation Network, Rock Candy Recordings. Um, check all that stuff out. I'm not going to do the regular plug. That's Follow fine. us. Email us. Yeah. I feel good about this. <laughs> Follow. Yeah. Follow. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs>